sounds sick. Is that working? Yeah, we're in business. Cool, easy. Oh, right. I mean, hype up. You know, you just had a conversation with somebody like, I'm drained, but it's cool. We go again. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? And welcome to the 1% podcast. I am absolutely buzzing to re record and speak to you again, bud. So I've got Simon Johnson on the podcast today. Um, dude, like, if anyone doesn't know who Simon is, you will now, but just give a little intro who you are, what you do, all that jazz. Yeah, so I'm Simon. Thank you for the intro, mate. Uh, yeah, it's so nice to finally re-record this, hopefully with some better audio, fingers crossed. So I'm an online coach. I come from Jersey, a tiny little nine by five island, and I basically help um, ambitious people who basically want to grab life by the balls and just see what they are capable of. Um, just unleash the body, unleash their mind, and just unleash their kind of full potential and see what they really can do when they put their mind to it, okay? Um I've competed rugby at a very fairly decent level. I've played tennis. I've played every different sport known to man. Um, so it's been quite an interesting evolution. I think we've actually got fairly similar stories of how we kind of got into the fitness industry and things like that. So yeah, I think this will be quite a cool chat. And obviously, thank you for having me on, mate. Really appreciate it. No, anytime, man. And that's the thing, like this podcast is always about the 1%. And we said this before is that you're a prime example of probably let's go like three to 5% every day forward sort of thing. Um, and the biggest thing I think we're going to touch on is your mindset is something that I massively look up to because we all get down days and things like that. But oh, mate, even in my subconscious, I'm like, fuck me, Simon's pushing on. Like, do you know what I mean? And he's, I think your outlook and your mindset at your age is fucking fucking scary do you know what i mean so i'm dreaded what to think how strong your head's going to be in the next two years worse off even when you're 30 you're like holy shit yeah. it's uh it's funny though because uh you might say that but in the same time i've always said uh well, we, we've all battled our own demons and things like that and obviously i've been working with kieran kind of working on some of my own stuff and uh this is something i kind of spoke about with kieran i've actually always felt like i'm behind um, and I think that could be one of the reasons that I push so hard to try and almost feel like I'm constantly trying to catch up always. Um, I think I kind of built everything out of a little bit of a fuck you. I can do, I can do what I want to. Um, I'm going to do it. Anyone who told me I couldn't do something, I was like, no, nah, I'm going to fucking do this. Um, it's been an interesting evolution of, uh, I think that mindset will only take you so far. And now it's been working with the lights of Kieran to start coming up kind of, we do things for two different reasons. We either come away from pain or we go towards pleasure. And I think everything that I was previously doing, it was kind of coming away from pain. It was coming away from the feeling of potentially not feeling good enough, not feeling smart enough, not feeling like I could do that or people didn't think I could do that. And now I'm kind of got to this point where it's like, okay, I've kind of proved my point a little bit here, but now we've got to start going towards pleasure a little bit more. So um, it's a very interesting concept. And I think this is, relates to our clients super, super well, if we're talking about it from like a coaching point of view, so many people will see results to start with and they'll be like, hell yeah, I'm freaking, and they'll kind of get 80% of the way and they get uncomfortably comfortable. They get happy with the result they seem, but they're not uncomfortable because they're not quite all of the way. And I think this is a very similar position to where I am now. And this is where we have to flip that switch and start thinking, if I do this, imagine where I can be and kind of finish off exactly what you've spoken about.
Oui, magnifique. <laughs> yeah, we're back in business. I don't know how much. Oh, you... mate, your audio is fucking good now as well. Holy shit. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. But this is the benefit of editing, right? We'll just push it together. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But no, just bring it back. I know kind of like you dabbled on, like I just said, imagine kind of like, like your mindset right now. And you were kind of going on that. You go towards kind of that fear side of things or vice versa, you go towards that comfort side of things. Just kind of like bring it back into that, I guess. Yeah, so I was saying that um, it's two things. You either go away from pain or you go towards pleasure. That's the kind of two opposite ends of the spectrum. And when I started out, it was coming away from pain. It was the, the feeling of I didn't think I was good enough. I wasn't smart enough. Um, and I kind of built everything and everything that I did was out of a fuck you. It was a fuck you, I can do this, okay? Um, and that will only take you so far. And then you get to the point where you're uncomfortably comfortable. And as I was saying, just how this does relate to a lot of our clients as well, is they'll lose, let's say they want to lose 10 kilos, they'll lose seven kilos and they'll feel fucking good, but they're uncomfortably in a good place because they know that they wanted to lose the 10. So that's where we have to flip that switch and start thinking, right, I'm going towards pleasure now. So rather than it being, fuck you, I'm smart enough to do this, blah, 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 blah. Now for me, it's right, I'm doing this because I want to build, um, uh, like a, a strong home for my family in the future. I want to build financial freedom for the future, different, different variables like that. I want to build this out of the point that I just want to feel like I've given everything that I have and not kind of in 10 years, 15 years, turn around and go, Oh, if I'd only have done that, what would have I done? That's my, my big thing is I don't want to look back and go, Oh, I didn't give it everything because uh, I think I'd say that's probably my biggest fear in life that or being stuck just in the cycle of, the nine to five, a cog in the system, doing the same shit that everybody else does. Yeah, it's a mo from me. <laughs> and I was literally going to bring that up because I, I know you said that a bunch of times, that fear, like your worst fear. And mm -hmm. it is, I think when you have that, it's it's amazing, isn't it? Because when you chase something, you almost chase the failure. Like, And it's the same as like when you're dieting almost. It's like you, you don't chase the look to an extent. Like, for example, if you're dieting down to look a certain way, you almost forget about the aesthetics you just diet down because you just hunt for that progress nonstop. And wherever it leads you, you know it's gonna lead in the right, like, right way, right outcome. And I think that's the nicest, I think, I think it's the best thing. I think it's the best thing with that mentality point of view. And you touch on it very well is that why. And it's something that we all have to keep coming back to. And the why does change over time. So what's kind of like, like, what's the why for you now from like a training point of view and of course, like your personal life as well? From a training point of view, um, let's touch on that first. And yeah, but I think how your why changes is a constant evolution of you having to ask yourself that question as well. And that's something that I have had to do more and more and more. Um, from a training point of view, why I do training um, has probably changed a little bit. Now it's, I just want to see, it sounds really silly. I want to see where my breaking point is. I want, to, I want to see where I break. So I'm going to do an Ironman. I'm going to do a load of wacky races and things like that. I just want to see what what is my body, what is my mind actually capable of because I don't think I've found it yet um, because I kind of go, I've always said I kind of go down rabbit holes. I go down like a bodybuilding rabbit hole for a year or so. Don't quite kind of like, no, oh, this isn't quite ticking all the boxes that I want it to. Then I'll go down a powerlifting rabbit hole. So now I'm kind of taking this, this hybrid approach where I'm like, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go that this is the goal for six months, 12 months. Let's see how good I can get. This is the goal for the next six months, 12 months. How good can you get? And kind of just see what I'm actually capable of. Because 
I don't think I've quite found it yet and I want to see where it is. And then from more of a personal kind of thing, and I've only really got kind of good clarity on this in the uh, kind of last probably few weeks, few months, because I did um, some self-authoring stuff and journaling stuff is um, I kind of, I had an amazing childhood and I thank my parents so much and they I put me in such incredible positions, but I don't think I had the open relationship just being able to talk about everything like that I wanted to with my parents that I potentially wanted and things like that and that was no fault of their own that was just me not being able to as a kid I think I wasn't very good at um, communicating how I felt and I think that's one of the reasons that I hated school and not that I didn't get on with people at school uh, but I just it, it just wasn't for me so I want to build a family where I can be there for my kids in the future, a long way away, <laughs> but uh, and yeah. where they can have open communication with me about anything, everything, um, and they can feel comfortable doing that as well and teach them that even if you do find that you think a little bit differently or you work a little bit differently um, to other people, it's 100% normal. And I want to be able to take them on all the experiences that they want to. Um, I still got to them. This isn't me like slagging off my parents here. This is like, well, on, on my, on my own thing here is just, and it even has even led into some of my life now is like, I have mentors and things like that. And I don't want to ask them questions because I feel like I'm asking them a stupid question or something, or sometimes I feel like a burden. And this is stuff that I've been working with Kieran. So it's about me dealing with my own stuff now, but then making sure that I'm relaying all these lessons and these experiences and things that I'm doing now onto other people. And that's one of the reasons that I, my coaching is not just let's get you inside out dick skin shredded it's like right we're going to do that we're going to get you in the shape of your life but we're going to do that as that and that's then going to show you what you can actually do through slightly changing your mindset because i always say to people if we control our thoughts we control our actions and if we control our actions we control the result yeah, yeah. man and that's the thing at the end of the day like like we both know from both of us we can get people in the best shape of our life that's not a problem like diet and training yeah it's fucking easy on the ground like everyone knows exactly everyone that listens to this knows what they should be eating and knows they should be working out right so actually that's the simple concept but the whole other the, the rest of your life is the hard thing what is that mindset that produces olympic athletes incredible physiques whatever that may be what is that mindset because anyone can turn over and think actually in four years time i want to go to the olympics you generally could do that i shit you not anyone could do that so what is it what is that switch? What is that kind of flick? What happens to that individual that allows them to do that? And it is all mindset based. And like you say, like the biggest thing you said there is like, you're doing a lot more. We, everyone can call it self-development sort of thing. You're doing a lot more of that now, but that's the thing. People think, oh, that's selfish. I'm like, dude, that's the best thing you can do right now. Because if you get yourself into a strong position mentally, dude, you're going to make an impact on hundreds, thousands of people, family, friends, relationships, everything like that. So when people think, oh, you know, it's selfish, I'm like, no, it's very self-aware. What do I need to help others and myself for the rest of my life? Yeah, 100%. I think, I think self-awareness is the absolute bang on word there. And I think it's something that a lot of people don't have. And I don't know if you ever get incredible at it, but it's something that I think we're all trying to get better at. And if we can do you start to understand that if you don't look after yourself, you can't look after other people. Um, I have lot, I, for me, I, I, I train a lot of kind of busy people who are pretty damn successful in their job. Um, they're <clears throat> pushing like 
managers, directors, all these kind of things, they want to go to partner different likes. So they're kind of doing very, very well, but they're not quite where they want to be. Okay. And the reason that they're there is because they're neglecting, say, their body and their mind. Okay. They're going all in on their work or they're going all in on looking after their family or they're going all in on something. If you go all in on one thing and you neglect other things, so let's say you're going all in on your business. Okay. All of my business, I'm neglecting my body, neglecting my mind, not working out, not taking time to myself. How can you put 100% into your business if your body's only performing at 70% and your mind's only performing at 80%? You can't. If you don't look after yourself, you can't look after others. So it comes with that self-awareness. And I, we, we spoke about this before, we're guilty as anybody. But as you get more self-aware, you can start to know that if you've been pushing too much in the one in one direction and you just learn that you then have to push and pull. But I think a lot of people, they just say yes and no. And it's kind of getting out of that all or nothing mentality and learning the triggers, the behaviors, when different things pop up and how you can push and pull between those different things and be self-aware enough to know when to make those decisions. That's the hard part. And that's it. It's like when you come back to the self-awareness side of things, it's like I don't. you're never going to find it because you're always evolving. Like we said, your why is always evolving. So hence that you're always evolving. You always need to learn yourself or find yourself, whatever you may call it. That's never going to stop. So don't think, oh, you know, I need to find myself before I do X or I need to work this out before I do X. I'm like, and this comes down to like your famous quote, man. Like, I, it's like, okay, so I, I'll let you say it. Which one? <laughs> action 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 taking action yeah. oh fail forward fast yeah that that's literally it fail forward. yeah and that's it. and it is right there is that there's you're going to be waiting a long time so just commit and then let the process unravel yeah absolutely so uh, a, a, a phrase another one here i like my i like my quotes paralysis by analysis and i i am quite openly admitting i used to be the king of procrastination okay um both me and brandon have got the same bit one of the same business mentors um been working with adam for 18 months now it took me nearly 18 months to reach out and message adam if i'd done that hell i'd be 18 months ahead of where i am right now but it was because like oh right I need to work out. I'm going to run the perfect members area. I'm going to set up the perfect training program. I'm going to get this, 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 and this in place. And then I'll do that. When in fact, if I just take an imperfect action, yeah. fail forward fast, taken some sort of action, you will never reach perfection. The only way to reach perfection is by start doing and chip away, chip away, chip away, chip away, chip away. Because um, uh, I don't know if anyone's listened to the high performance podcast with Johnny Wilkinson. Um, and he kind of talks about how life is a series of false summits everyone talks about reaching like your full potential yeah. um and although yes you want to think about striving for that everything like if you told either of us that we'd be where we are a year ago we would both probably both laughed and laughed in each other's faces <laughs> um so like we thought that we'd be trying to get here you get there and you realize oh shit there's another level and 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 it just keeps going but if you do not take that first step and take that it's a leap of faith. It really is. It can be scary, but just taking that imperfect action and getting started. If you don't get started, you will never get anywhere close to where you want to be. Yeah. And I always think it is, it's like that, like you said, you don't know. And I think, I think deep down you have, I believe in that whole gut feeling. Like you generally like listen to your gut sometimes because you fucking know what to do. So sometimes I'm like, just go for it. Like it's like anything. It's just like, just commit, like you said, commit and then work it out and crack on with it. What do you think 
for you has been kind of the let's kind of like say three things what do you think the three biggest things that allowed you to be where you are today in a sense whether that's kind of like your training because like your training's phenomenal coaching's phenomenal everything like that so what are the three areas of your life do you think that you've manipulated the most to get to where you are sort of thing number one is coaches and mentors okay um I was very, very lucky from a young age that I was around a lot of very good coaches and very good mentors, and they kind of took me under their wing. So I'd, I've been, a, a another phrase, a product of mentors and coaches because I've always had them literally from the age of, I played tennis from when I was six years old and I had coaches and things like that. So the more that you can lean into other people and learn from people who have been there and made the mistakes, the more you will fast track your own progress. Okay, so one of the reasons that our clients get probably in shape quicker than we did is because we've learned half the mistakes and we make sure that they don't make them. It's that simple. Yeah. Um, but you should always be trying to find people who are where you want to be and pay them or just ask for their time and you will get there much quicker than trying to do it on your own because trying to do it on your own, you will get there, but there's going to be a lot of failure and it's probably going to be fucking expensive because you fuck up more. Um, yeah. Yeah. Big time. That, that That's probably the biggest one. Um, another one I would say just kind of based around habits okay learning about how to kind of have your first domino so it's things in your life that are your kind of pillars that then everything else kind of works off so for me at the moment I'm really really working on locking in kind of evening routine morning routine as I'm starting to do a bit more traveling um, I found when I came to Dubai, I kind of lost a lot of my routine. When I was at home, I am so dialed in. Like, to, I not blowing my own trumpet, I would like to think I am productive as fuck. Like, I have more work done than most people do by like 7, 8 a.m. Um, and that's because I'm so dialed in with my routine that everything just happens. I don't even think about it. It's just unconscious. But when I went away, I kind of lost a lot of that routine. So now it's trying to have some things in place in my day that will never change no matter where I am. So I think getting clear on your first domino for the day, that if you implement that, everything else just falls into place. So is that that you wake up and you go for a 20 minute walk and listen to a podcast? Is that that you wake up and you journal for 15, 20 minutes? Is that you wake up and do some breathing? Is that you wake up, you sit and you sit and look outside and have a coffee? It could be you wake up and you just go, let's do this. Like just something that you do every single day that then just it's your first domino to the rest of your day. Okay, and that's an app. That's a massive one. That's a massive, massive one. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. I think that's the thing as well. Like people, I think people get baffled, but like, oh, how do people achieve this or how people get successful? And you know what the amazing thing is, is that it, like you do it, you read a lot, and both we work with coaches all our lives, mentors again. And it does come down to like everyone has the same pillars, everyone has their own approach, but they have that same foundation, which is kind of morning routine, evening routine having a plan out your week be organized that super fucking simple things and like you said it doesn't have to be rocket science i'm like cool like you said just sit up and just think breathe one breath and go let's go that's all it could be and it's just what's like you say it's having those non-negotiables it's like we always say it's like right what do you need to focus on this week to achieve the body and the mindset you want to do right it's going to be let's aim to get ten thousand steps let's drink two liters of water and let's just get three workouts in I'm like, boom. And that's the same thing. You just put that in place for your daily structure. Yeah, it kind of, uh, one of my favorite 
uh, kind of questions to ask client is like for a day or a week or a month or the next 12 weeks is what's the one to three things that we need to do over the next X amount of time in order for it to be a success. That's gives you, makes you very, very, very clear. Um, and then within that, you then, become, I suppose, you could say this is kind of one of the third things, but I think the third thing is kind of self-development. We've kind of touched on that a lot though. So I could say, well, my third things is just going to be, become process driven. If you become process driven, this is kind of what we're touching on here. One, you find a hell of a lot more um, enjoyment out of things and you're never, you're, doesn't mean you're constantly chasing this never ending goal, because let's say you're trying to build a business and you're like, right, I want to hit six figures right, you hit it. Then it's like, right, I want to hit half a mil, you hit it. Right, I want to hit seven figures, I hit it. It's this constant, never-ending pursuit of uh, a, a, an endless goal. Whereas if you can find the enjoyment out of, fuck yeah, I wrote a class Instagram post. Fuck yeah, I hit a PB, a two and a half kilo PB on bench press today. Fuck, do you know what? My morning walk was insane this morning because the sunset was gorgeous. Just those those little moments of gratitude yeah. throughout the day just make life a, mil a million times more enjoyable. So become process-driven. And that's the thing is people overlook all that. They've probably had fines that day, but they focus on the negative. Oh, you know, I didn't eat this. I didn't do that very well. I'm like, but tell me like five things that have done really well. Like you said, it could be like that. Walks really nice, good sunset. I've got food on the table, things like that. Be really grateful for the little things. Me and you are both guilty of this. We like, we, we focus so much like, right, what's next? How can we achieve this? What's next? But sometimes like we had this conversation. It was like learning to be right now. Okay, breathe, take a step back. Being in the present and being in the moment is a like it's a strong thing. Like if you've got that, you will be very unstoppable for the rest of your life. Yep. Big time. Um, and we've kind of spoken about this. I did, one of the biggest moments that this clicked for me is um, everyone who follows me will know I'm massive on steps. And um, kind of most mornings when I'm back home, I end up going for a walk with my old man. Um, we'd probably been walking for like 15, 20 minutes. And I was, I don't know where my head was, but I was not walking there. And he'd literally just been talking to me the whole time. And he goes, you're right. I was like, huh? Sorry. Literally not a thing had gone in, gone in. And that's when I realized that this comes back to looking after you so you can look after others. That's when I realized that I was kind of not walking a dangerous line, but something needed to change because I couldn't even like sit with my girlfriend at the time and just be present in a conversation because my head was going on other things. Um, same thing with my dad there. So it's about learning how to kind of, kind of again, push and pull, but switch on to different things. So I, on top of that, on top of the gratitude kind of stuff there is I actually really struggle to switch off. My head just goes like, if I didn't learn how to switch off, yeah. my head would just go nonstop. So I found I actually have to switch on to something else rather than trying to think about switching off. So it can kind of come to that fully present. It's like, right, I'm switched on to this podcast right now. I am in this podcast and fully present. I'm giving it everything that I can. Right, right. Now I'm going to do a workout. What am I trying to get out of this workout? Everything that I can do in this workout. Right, I'm watching Netflix. Then I'm going to make sure that I freaking watch Netflix. If I actually switch on to something, because if I just try and sit there and do nothing, I'm like, my head just starts going nuts. And it's like, oh, if I could do this, this, and this, and that, that, and that. And then, oh, if I do this, then that, that, and that, and that. And I'm like, oh my God, Simon, leave me alone. <laughs> But I think that's the thing as well, especially for like, this is, I think this is something that we have in common as well. It's like people are, oh, you need to switch off. And then you think, okay, I do need to switch off. I do technically need to switch off. But then for us, it's like, well, I can't like, and I think for the rest of our lives, we'll never be able to. And I'm fucking fine with that because I'm happy with my head and where it is sort mm. of thing. 
so it's just like okay how can i take downtime whatever you, you might you guys might go out for a drink you might go for an out cool we just need to do it like you said it's like right can we go it could be anything it could be like an activity but it has to be something that's still that we're very focused on that's it. It just has to be away from training and work in a sense. So it's just having that divide. And we go back to that whole balance thing. I think, I, I don't know, I feel like everyone's talked about balance this week to me. And I'm like, I'm completely anti-balance. Like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just anti it. Like, like you said at the very beginning, it's like push and pull. I'm like, I just related to like gas on and put the brakes on a little bit. Like, cool. When the momentum's there, run with it. But having the self-aware enough to, like having the self-awareness to know just cool. when we start to like flag or when we start to get a bit fatigued put the brakes on a little bit just yeah. run at kind of 60 to 80 percent instead of running at 100 percent. because if you're still running at 60 80 you're still ticking forward you're still got that momentum you're still driving forward so don't think oh i need to like divert off and just have balance just yeah. keep moving forward i'm going to put this out there i think balance is an excuse for people who want to be lazy yeah yeah, yeah. no i agree Fully agree. Yeah. And it's great because I think a lot of people who listen to this podcast and my podcast will completely agree with that. Um, it's that if you want to be very good at something or the best at something or reach what you can, there has to be a level of sacrifice. I'm not saying that you have to become a robot and just eat a fish and a rice cake or you have to, this is what we're saying, you can't neglect everything, but you have to be willing to do what is has to be done. It's that simple. Um, I literally wrote an email this week and it was how everybody puts hard work on a pedestal. And I actually heard this from Nick Bear, um, one of my fucking biggest idols. Um, and it's, I don't know why everyone puts hard work on a pedestal. They're like, fuck, you're so disciplined. You work so hard. It's like, no, I just do what I need to fucking do to get where I want to do. Hard work shouldn't be put on a pedestal because it should just be the norm. Hard work is the norm. Like people put it on a pedestal, like there is another way to get what you want. You can't yeah, just so true. Can't just snap your fingers and like, oh right, I'm yeah. absolutely shredded and I've got massive biceps. Or you can't just snap your fingers and you're turning over a million yeah. a year. Like you have to do the hard work to get there. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny when you say that because it's like that epiphany moment. Like, why do people look up to that? I'm like, surely everyone should be working hard, no matter what you do in life. Like working hard at having a good relationship. You put work in, vice versa. So, do you know what you know when you said that and i'm like fuck yeah so true like why do people think that with hard work it's bizarre they think it's like yeah that's so weird man yep. holy shit yeah never really thought of it like that but it's people do though people think discipline is like this amazing thing that you can just buy and it's like no, you can't like you don't no one invented it it's just a thing like it's just like you just you you can learn it it's very simple you learn it that's it but it does come down to that that why and then it comes down to the emotion, like at the end of the day, everyone wants to leaner, everyone wants to be leaner, have more muscle. And at the end of the day, everyone wants to have a bit more confidence, right? That's everyone's fucking goal. That's everyone's fucking goal. Yep. So what's the real reason you want to achieve this? And like, then that's it, that pause moment. It's like, well, cool, you've got a past, we've all got a past, vice versa. What's driving you every day? That's it. And it is that past. Could be because you were bullied. It could be because you feel super uncomfortable uncomfortable when you last put a bikini on. It could be anything. That's it. So um, obviously Kieran's had me really locking in these morning routines. And we basically, if you want to break a new habit or make a new habit, you have to create like pain towards it because you have to make it so painful that not doing it is more painful than doing it. 
So um, my sister works for me now. She's literally just handing in her resignation for a job. So she's coming on full time, which is incredible. But I am now her only source of income. Okay. And Kieran's thing was to me, and I said it, and that that's one of the things that kind of shit me up. I was getting, I was feeling a bit like, oh, not not anxious or anxiety, but anything like that. I'd be like, oh shit, a bit of pressure now. Um, I quite like a little bit of pressure, but yeah. with these morning routines, it was like, if you don't implement these morning routines, you're gonna burn out. And if you burn out, guess what? The business fails, and you can't pay your sister. She has no income. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'll get I'll get my morning routine done, yeah. right? But it's it's trying to and it might sound like you're trying you're trying to create pain or go deep or just do that but the more you can do that and it's so easy for people to go i want to feel more confident like that's just surface level bullshit anybody can say that why do you want to feel more confident how does it make you feel when you don't feel confident is it the last time i had sex i looked down and i saw my fucking belly like it like it's that kind of shit is like the best thing you can actually do is sit down and go why, 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 why? Go like four or five levels deep because you'll actually be amazed the stuff that kind of comes up. When I said I did this uh, kind of self-authoring journaling thing that Kieran has sent me, I never in my life would have thought the stuff that came up would have come up. Yeah. Okay. Um, so when you actually sit down with the purpose and intent of right, right, I'm going to get clarity on why I'm doing this and go ding, 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 and not just settle for, I want to be more confident because I don't want to feel like people look at me when I go into a room. Go deeper, man. Go deeper. Go deeper. <laughs> you need to. And pain is the thing that drives us. Like no one gets, it's like, say, like no one is get driven by success. We all have the fear that drives us or the pain in the past that drives us. And that's, that is the moving blocks. Yes, you might get to success and think, oh, this is nice. I want more. But then it's going back to like, fuck, remember, like we say, like, where were we a year ago? Holy crap sort of thing. And it is, it's like, it's, we all have those, like, we all have shit that happens in our life. And whatever, it, some people get it way worse, 100%. Some people have it different, but no one knows everyone's deep down why and why they want to change. That is you. So it is your decision to be like, right, okay, answer those questions as hard as they may be. And then to be like, right, what are the steps that I need to take in order to move forward? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's a lag. It's cool. There we go. We're back. Is this uh, this dodgy hotel that I'm staying in for quarantine? The internet is awful. Try running an, an online business from a room where the internet is awful. Um, but it's interesting. Kind of said that it's kind of a decision to move towards something. Something, something which I really push with our clients, and a lot of people say, "I don't have the motivation. I don't feel motivated." Motivation is motive towards. Okay, it's something towards. Okay, so you need to, motivation is a decision. Okay. It is a decision to implement and fail forward fast. That is what motivation is. Okay. Motivation isn't a thing. This isn't, this isn't motivation. Here you go. I've just given it to you. No motivation is an intrinsic thing within you that you make a decision to be like, right, let's implement. Okay. So fuck motivation. Like motivation isn't, it's not a thing. It's a decision. And that's where I think, I think people get so confused. Also, we, yeah, 100%. If we relied on motivation, we'd be nowhere. <laughs> like, the amount of training sessions you don't want to do, like, 
<laughs> everything. Oh, you know, I don't want to eat this and things like that. I'm like, but like if you if you wait motivation you're gonna be waiting a fucking long time as simple as yeah and it is it's it's having that moment like i said it to a client yesterday and it kind of popped up a little bit it's like as soon as you decide that actually your life is fully in your control shit opens up it's your choice to work out it's your choice what you eat it's your choice who you surround yourself with it's your choice who you talk to vice versa everything is your decision Yep. So you're the only one to blame. So the reason that you want this, but haven't achieved it yet, well, it's your fault. And as soon as you can actually accept it's me saying it's your fault now, you might say, oh, dickhead, like, yes. I'm like, well, cool, like, that's fine. But it is your fault. It's not a negative. If you, if you take it as a negative, that's fine. Vice versa, like, someone can turn around and be like, oh, the reason your biceps are so small is because it's your fault you're not training like this. I'm like, you're right, it's true. Mm-hmm. So don't take it as a negative. Just be like, actually, like, yeah, it is my fault. Yeah. And say, and say, great, that means that it's my decision to get better. And say, so there's only two things that are certain in life. The future can be different and you're the only person who can do something about it. Simple. Bosh. That's yeah. it. <laughs> that's literally yeah. it. But that's literally it, isn't it? It's a simple concept. That's it. But it is, again, we all, we come back to that, you know, the whole self-awareness thing, I 100%. But I think the biggest thing, we touched on this before, it's like, you're surrounding yourself with the wrong people. That's the thing. So people get trapped into that bubble of like, like thinking this is, this is it. Like, this is what I need to accept. Like, you know, my friends are like, it. it's normal, things like that. I'm like, it's not. So that's just your environment, who you chose to surround yourself with. And it's that whole typical analogy. It's right. It's like, go hang out with five millionaires. You'll probably be the sixth. Go hang around with five drug dealers. Probably be the sixth. Yeah, literally. And uh, I think this is one thing that has massively benefited me over the last, if I say six months is just surrounding myself and having more conversations with the, the right people, people like yourself, people like Kevin, just being in Dubai, Alex and all that. Okay. Because back home, my, my, my mates are absolutely awesome. Love them to bits, but you have different people in your life for different things. And we both spoke about this with Kieran in the boardroom. You have pe- different people in your life for different things. If we think about your life and who's in it as a boardroom, you have, people in it for your business you have people in it for um your personal stuff who you can go to with with absolute anything it might be your mum it might be your sister it might be your girlfriend it might be your boyfriend whatever it might be you have people in your life who push you and challenge you you have people in your life who you just go and shoot the shit with and you chill out with but it's about having the right people in your boardroom but also making sure that those spaces in your boardroom aren't taken up by people who aren't don't need to be there okay and it sounds a little bit ruthless but um, I think this, I've said this on a number of podcasts, COVID was actually one of the best things that ever happened to me because it made me realize I had a whole load of people in my life who were just fucking there because they wanted to go and get pissed at the pub with me. That, that, that was literally it. They offered nothing to my life. I offered nothing to their life. So it wasn't being me being selfish or anything like that. It was just, that's all it was. So yeah. COVID came along. We didn't have that. Guess what? I probably haven't spoken to them in 18 months. And that's it. But also vice versa. They haven't spoke to you. Like you said, they didn't bring, like you didn't bring them value either. So that's absolutely fine. But it is a massive thing, isn't it? Like, I think even when, like, even if you take a step back now, like we would not be in this position from a training point of view, from anything, right? If we didn't have the right people around us. And I'm not saying you actually need them. I'm like, dude, the amount of people that I surround myself with and I haven't even fucking met, it's just through this. Like, so you don't actually need someone physically. 
you just need that right little circle. And like you say, it's just very important to like, just, you just got to get out there a little bit. Like it, what's the harm of messaging someone and being it gets like going into the right environment because most of the people that you want to be in the right environment with, if you have that same mindset, there's no reason why they wouldn't like let you into their world. hundred percent. Yeah. But I cannot stress it enough. Like your environment is fucking everything. This comes down to not even so much people. Like where do you live? Things like that. It could be actually like tidy your room and things like that. Make your environment a nice place because then you'll sleep better. Everything along those lines. Make sure you've got a clean environment. We're like this. We talk about, we have a cleaner every week, right? We have a cleaner that comes in. It's super cheap. But if I have a clean environment, I have a clean mind and things like that. So your environment is the foundation of everything. A bit like we can say calories is the foundation of like dieting in a sense. Your macros. The environment is yeah. one of the macros. It's literally it. It's literally it. And like now on this topic, then what are the other two macros? Environment's one macro. Oh, we're going there. This is a, this is a, I like this one. Um, environment's definitely one. Uh, I would say that environment. the ability to make hard decisions definitely has to be one. Yeah. Because I think that ties into a hell of a lot of things in terms of relationships, people who you surround yourself with, learning not to get shiny object syndrome and different things like that. So um, I know I kind of obviously touched on this lot last podcast. I know it went down quite well. So I'll just explain it again um, is the whole warrior, magician, warrior, magician, King thing. Um, and I heard this and this was like a big, like aha moment for me. And it's something that I've done it with clients. I've had conversations with so many people about this concept and it is just hit the nail on the head with people. And like I said, I, as someone who would always take the brunt for um i will keep people happy um i don't care i don't mind taking the brunt taking a bit of pain if it means other people are happy okay so we have kind of three different sorts of personalities we have um the warrior we have the magician and we have the lover at the bottom kind of level here okay um the kit the, sorry the warrior is kind of like your classic like someone insults you take it personally you go right back in you're like okay um something kicks off you're the first one in there okay the magician is that person who's there like, okay, that's fine. If I do this, this, and this, and that, that, and that, and then I try and do that and that, and I make that and that work, it will all be, it'll be okay. Cause I'll be able to do this, this, and this. Okay. They'll find a way to make something work. The lover is the one who will just take the brunt. They don't care. They'll just want to keep other people happy. Okay. It doesn't matter how painful it is. If you have to go and fucking walk over needles, you do it because the other person's happy. Okay. Now, no one is really one or the other. Lots of people are kind of two. So I'm quite magician and lover. I will do that, that, and that, and this, this, and this, because it's okay, because it will keep that person happy. Okay. So it's about taking ourselves out of any three of these and moving ourselves. This is what you get for being in Sunny Hounslow. <laughs> <laughs> um, taking yourself out of one of those three and putting yourself into king or queen. So you take yourself above warrior, magician, and lover, and you go, right, I'm going to take all three into account. What is the best thing that I can do as the king of the kingdom? Because I have to make a decision that's going to look after the king and the king's kingdom. Because if you're a warrior, that's not going to be the best thing. If you're a magician, that's not going to be the best thing. If you're a lover, that's not going to be the best thing. What is the decision that the king or queen would make for themselves and their kingdom to put them in the best position moving forward? Okay, so if you can use that thing and think you'll be able to consciously see yourself getting stuck in warrior, stuck in magician, stuck in lover, okay, and go, no, right, 
this is the best thing that I can do now. How can I put myself into king? Um, and it's weird. Whenever I catch myself, I physically now feel myself. I like, I like stand up and I'm like, right, oh, I'm in king. <laughs> okay, this is the decision. Yeah. I need. But when you understand, you can yeah. become self-aware of it. Um, and I think that's the thing as well. It's taking yourself out of the situation initially. And then, like you say, lift up, look down. What needs to be, do I need to be the warrior king? Uh, warrior, magician, all other sort of thing. And that's going to change as well, all different situations. It's not like a permanent thing set in stone. It's not like you are the lover of magician. It is the fact, okay, cool, different scenario. I need, I need to be a warrior right now. It's as simple as I need to go 100% all that for this split situation. Then we step back, things like that. So it's like, it's almost like when people like, it's when people define themselves, like you're not one or the other. It's like for us, we deal with different clients. Some clients need a kick in the butt. Some clients need a hug and a kiss. Some clients need a bit, come on, they need a bit of both, bit of like, yeah, no, like, say like it's a bit brutal, but a bit of love at the same time. Like, come on, you can fucking do it, sort your shit out sort of thing. And some people need that, but that is it. It's just, but then it comes down to that big thing, self-awareness, take yourself out of the situation, almost look down on it sort of thing. Right, I need to go here. I need to go there sort of thing that's the, i think it's a brilliant thing to do that's yeah. absolutely fun and it's a nice way it's a nice analogy of it really because it makes it very clear yeah so i'm i'm like a super visual learner and if i can see something and unpack it kind of in like a visual way in front of me i can make sense of it i never say i'm the quickest person but once i get my head around something i'm absolutely fine and just actually seeing that kind of like k so king at the top k w warrior m magician l lover underneath king on top take yourself out of the bottom three put yourself in the king king makes the best decision for the king and his kingdom okay um freaking game changer absolute game changer uh, i think the biggest the biggest thing from all of it is just self-awareness yeah that's the thing and also it's like we're not saying walk away from this and be the most self-aware person in the world like it generally does take time and you're always like it's like we say you're never going to find that perfect you you're never going to find that perfect thing or full, fully balanced or self-aware your life is always changing so that you're actually your self-awareness evolve over time. It's very simple. It's like same as we can talk about calories, like calories don't just stay the same. They need to change over time sort of thing along with your journey. It's the same as training. Like, cool, this might work for four weeks, six weeks, 12 weeks, and it might need to change sort of thing. It's that constant thing. It's like, start and just <laughs> that's where he like i didn't get any of that <laughs> I, I, got, I, I got the just just start <laughs> i got like the yeah. end um yeah it's literally that it's just Im imperfect implementation take action um stop waiting because if you don't do the work then you're never going to get any anywhere close to where you want to be but um on that i think it's a case of also just making sure that you do have a little bit of clarity on exactly where you're going and why you want to get there um, it's like running before you can walk because if you're just constantly chasing a never-ending pursuit of a I want to be better then you won't get the gratitude and things like that so understand where you're going why you're doing that and then put put a step-by-step -step process in place of how you're going to get there and then enjoy the small little wins um, and you will eventually see the progress that you want to nice and I think it's a very easy easy note to wrap up on so it's absolutely brilliant bud so it's cool but obviously to wrap up if you had to give one piece of advice for anyone to implement today, listening to this podcast, to take them 1% further forward tomorrow, what would, what would that be? Daily battle planning. 
I call it daily battle plan and just put a fancy name on it because it makes my clients do it. Um, every, <laughs> every single one, well, first of all, schedule 15 minutes into your calendar um, at the end of each day. And in that 15 minutes, you're actually going to plan the next day. And in that you write what the one to one to three, one to five things I need to do in order to, for tomorrow to be a success. Okay. Your productivity will go through the roof. You'll find more gratitude because it's actually scientifically proven. The more you tick things off, the more like, fuck yeah, you'll get more done. Okay. So just implement daily battle planning um, and watch your productivity, your motivation will go up motivation <laughs> in inverted commas um, and <laughs> your progress to where you want to get to will be um, 10 X and you'll get there a hell of a lot quicker. No, spot on, mate. No, that's, yeah, absolutely brilliant. The simple things always work. And where can everybody find you as well? Behind you, stalk you, whatever that may be. Um, yeah, so best place to find me is probably just on Instagram, Simon Johnson Fitness. Give me a follow, give me a message. Um, more than happy to help anyone out. I'm literally here to answer questions. I love helping people. And then also I have my podcast, the Listen Whilst You Step podcast. Um, so yeah, hit me up. And thank you again for having me on, mate. I really appreciate it. That's uh, cool. Easy. I'll tag this stuff in the links below. So any questions, jump over to his stuff. His podcast is sick. And it's a little catch up on. Easy. Nice little froze screen to finish on. So <laughs> I will love you and leave you, man. And I'll speak to you in a sec. Gosh. <laughs>